Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Ask Melvin anything. Hey everybody, welcome to AMA. I'm Mike and I'm here with Melvin. Melvin, how you doing? Mike, I'm doing marvelous here. It's it's a great day and I appreciate you for helping make the world a better place. Trying, trying real hard. Doing it. So, so what are we talking about today, Melvin? Hey, I, I broke from uh, the way we've been doing it. And so today I didn't let you know ahead of time because yeah. what we're going to talk about is the making of Mike. The making of Mike. The making of Mike. And Me? So right now. Just the mic? You, yes, yes, Mike. Okay. Now, I need you to tell me three things that were key to the making of Mike. Three things that were the key. Not, uh, not the key, but because I don't want to Yeah. Three things that were key. Cells, water, uh... <laughs> <laughs> spermazoa i don't know <laughs> uh if we're talking about the way they, they, like my current situation is that what we're talking about I, it's wide open I, it's mike you know the, the the guy that's sitting in front of me right now the guy Ooh. that's making a difference in the world lord have mercy um i would say uh the first thing i think of is television which is insane but but it it was a huge part of my childhood sure um Television, technology, and maybe a middle class upbringing. I know that sounds weird, but I was definitely like middle class, right? Uh, meaning my parents didn't have a lot of money. They both worked. Uh, my mom did work part time for a while. And, um, I don't think things would have been the same had we been poorer or richer. Huh. Does that make sense? Yeah, and, and it does. And, and uh, you know, talking about the, the middle class upbringing, that, that is a, a great um, place to be, a place to come from. It's in, and, mm-hmm. you know, I can see that in you today. And, you know, you, you, think you can see it. I'm middle class. Is that what you're saying? Uh, no, no, no. I, I, the result. Yeah. The making of Mike. 
Yeah, I got you. And, and so, so with this, with with that middle class upbringing, you know, I'm in the same boat as you. Mm-hmm. That. And uh, you know, a different, whole, whole different uh, stratosphere or, or boat or whatever. Sure. So I'm in the same boat, but it was different. So, so anyway, when we were in the heat of the battle, we didn't think we were middle class. We didn't think of the class that it was that you you got out there and got your butt to school you got out there and and did the the things and and uh you know one day and and you were probably already gone from home and you realized oh that's where i was yeah yeah it's it's um I, i didn't think poor rich middle class anything like that that didn't matter um it's just where i was you know i had the friends i had i had the family i had and there wasn't a whole hell of a lot I could do about that either way. You know, um, right. I mean, you can change your friends, I guess. Um, tough to change your family. Um, you know, it's that whole thing where you get to pick your nose, but you can't pick your family or whatever. Right. Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know that I would give any of it back though. You know, try to redo it. I, I hear all these people talking about, um, you know, God, just to be 18 again. I don't, I don't want that. I don't, I don't want to go back there. Yeah. There's a rough few years between 18 and here. Hey, so I'm, I'm good. Mike, you know, what I look about, look at is mm. I'm damned lucky to be alive now. So to yep. go back, something might change and, and, uh, wouldn't, wouldn't happen. That's exactly right. I, I, you know, people talk a lot about, uh, going back, but having this knowledge uh, that I have today. And I, I just, I, it, number one, it's not possible. And number two, um, I think my head would explode, you know, at 18, if I knew all of the stuff I know today, right. Meaning I've had all the experiences I've had and I've, I've, uh, had all the goof ups and the screw ups right. and the, and the tragedies. Um, boy, that would be terrible at 18. You know what's great, Mike? I'm sitting what? here right now and, and, People only hear us; they can't see us. But yeah. I can, I can look at you, and I can see that mesh going through your mind and just oh. turning. And because you're physically, really, actually thinking about, wow, I know this, and if I went back yeah. there, and so, so us talking right now, you're, you're going through that, and you're like, hell no, no, I, there's, you know, I, <laughs> sorry, those are not words. Um, I am. Um, I'm very lucky to be where I'm at. Like you say, you know, uh, I can think of many times where, uh, probably should have bought the farm, you know, um, but didn't, and was lucky enough to make it here. Um, lucky enough to, to have the wife I have. I'm lucky enough to, to be able to go home to the home I have and, and all of the things to have the love that I have in my, in my life. You know, it's, it's, it's sheer luck because I, I certainly tried to screw it up, you know? Right. I don't doubt that. Yeah. Well, man. So TV, tell me something about that real quick. Just a a few things. (laughs) When I was a kid, when I was a little kid, we only had three channels. And, uh, I remember the day I can see it clear as, as anything in my head when the cable man showed up and gave us like 20 channels. I saw that show. My God, I was, I was in heaven, you know, because then, uh, from there on in, um, 
you get up, you turn the TV on, you watch cartoons, you eat your waffles, you go to go to school, you come home, you watch uh, um, uh, Star Blazers and Battle of the Planets and and Little Rascals, and then you know, then you eat supper, and then your parents are in there watching one thing, and you're in the kitchen sitting on the counter with a little nine inch color TV watching like the Red Fox. Uh, a variety show or something, you know, or Battlestar Galactica. Right. Um, and then came VCRs. Uh, that was a big day. <laughs> and maybe this is sad the way I'm recounting this, but. No, it's good. Let's, let's tr- jump a rabbit real quick. Jump yeah. Jump a rabbit hole. Red Fox. Red Fox, the comedian? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, Sanford and Son. I only say him because it was the first name that came to my mind, but I, I used to love variety shows. Right. Like it, it, when I was a kid, there were a lot of them, like Donnie and Marie and Red Fox and um, shit, Carol Burnett. And I mean, there were so many variety shows like and the thing I loved about it was the variety of it. You know, um, I, I think I've always been chasing that. That's why I, I run a podcast network now, because everything's so different all the time. Right. You know, so did you watch uh, Linkletter? I've yeah, I've I've seen him some. I think he was probably out of the game at that point, And it was more Cosby doing the same thing. Okay. You know, um, I don't know if we can talk about Cosby anymore. <laughs> Cosby, Cosby was a funny guy. And yeah. uh, it's sad what, uh, what was going on behind the scenes because, you know, he was like America's dad for a while. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, technology. Yeah. What about technology? So you one one was TV, two was technology, three was middle class upbringing. Technology. So uh, first computer was a Commodore sixty four. I uh, was always interested in technology, uh, and I think that came from playing Atari and ColecoVision and stuff like that when I was a kid. So describe um, the monitor for your your uh, Commodore. Say it again. Describe the monitor for your Commodore. <laughs> it was a small color TV. It's probably that same nine inch that I got out of the kitchen. Okay. Um, yeah, it was, uh, the Commodore 64 was a little, little tiny TV, you know? Uh, I do remember the Commodore though was, was the first time I started pirating things. Um, so I learned about these bulletin boards that were in California where they had all the good games. Right. And, uh, I would call those bulletin boards and download stuff. And then I got in trouble because our, our phone bill was like two grand or something. It was, I, it wasn't two grand, but it was a lot. Was that a 24, 24K bod? Or yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's the other thing, boy. When I, a lot of times when I think technology or I think uh, downloading stuff, I, I can still hear that modem sound, you know, that handshake sound in my head. Um, that was the sound of progress for me, you yeah. know? And then, like I said, you know, went from a Commodore 64 to an Amiga, uh, which was also a Commodore product. Uh, I loved it because you could tell it to say things and that robot voice would say stuff. Um, and then um, you would save things onto cassettes and I would get those mixed up with my regular music cassettes. And, you know, you pop one of those suckers into the cassette player in your car and all you hear is screeching. And, um, and then... I guess the next one probably was a PC of some sort, like a, a Windows type PC. But I, I remember installing Windows One, you know, uh, fifteen discs or something like that, fifteen floppies. And boy, if you miss one, you, you're screwed. 
right. you're not getting any of the any of that. Uh, and you might get a, to disc eight, and it says, "Oh, this is corrupted." What do you do then? You know. Um, anyway, eventually, I opened up a a little computer repair shop. Did that for about a year or so, um, and I've just kind of kept up with technology as I've as I've gone. It it amazes me um, what we can hold in our hands these days as far as technology goes. Those, those phones that we have are, are amazing devices. Um, I, I've been chasing the phone I have now is something I've been chasing since I was a teenager. You know, I, I was always hoping for this phone. Um, I would get a phone and, and it would do this thing, but it wouldn't do that thing. And then I, you know, I think at one point I had a Blackberry with a little rollerball on it. Um, you know, the, the phone I, 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 the phone I thought was the phone was like a windows phone and, uh, ended up being a, a big brick of garbage. Um, but anyway, I, I, it just, it just amazes me how far we've come with technology. So give, real quick, give us a ballpark figure. What's your first 486 cost? Oh Lord. Um, well, number one, I'm cheap. And so I probably scraped all the parts together and built it myself. Um, but, uh, gosh, it, it had to be, you know, twelve, fourteen hundred $1,400 probably. I mean, it was, it was a lot. Did it have uh four mega memory? Mm, oh Lord. No, I probably had five twelve. you know, um, it wasn't, it wasn't much. Um, I remember selling those, those sticks of 256 for, it was like 200 bucks, you know, her stick. I mean, they were, they were expensive. That's pretty crazy. Um, so yeah, I went to the, to, um, the movies recently, or was that a, a concert? We went to a concert. Okay. Uh, went to a, I heart radio or iHeart whatever they are iHeart country festival um i'm not a huge country music fan especially the new stuff i, I like a lot of the old stuff but um my wife is and and she wanted to go and so we got good tickets and went to the moody center in austin and it was about a four-hour concert so i mean it was um she had a she had a ton of fun so um I, I revel these days in watching her have fun. You know what I mean? That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. I was stretching. I couldn't remember if it was a concert or if it was <laughs> TV or not TV, a movie. I was yeah. trying to relate movie to TV. I, and, and that's probably one of the things I did leave out was live music. Um, I have, I have, um, I've seen okay, probably. Okay, stop talking. I, I only wanted three. <laughs> I've seen close to like 400 concerts. I mean, I've been to a lot of live shows, right? And uh, I just love live music. I, and so I, I used to go to big shows and stuff. And now I like to go to little clubs and things. But um, yeah, li live music was a huge part of my, my teenage years and stuff. Cool. Yeah, I met, met a mu mu musician the other day and sent you and him an email. So I don't know oh. if he's if he's going to reach out to you. That's who that was. That was a, ma a magician. No musician. Oh, musician. I'm so sorry. No, hey, I, you got to watch your, you got to watch your vowels there. You know, you got to, right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. A magician is not somebody you want to send in an email to me. 
That is, uh, magicians, okay, this has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but magicians are just liars. So, you know, (laughs) they're just going, hey, look at this thing. Ah, I fooled you. So, you know, that's, that's not, if, if that were an everyday life, that would be somebody we wouldn't associate with. Yeah. We got enough liars that we know. What about you? That's for another day, Mike. What are your three things? Uh, we, we can cover that. You want to do that next week? Yeah, let's do that next week. We'll do making a Melvin. Not up to you. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's great. Yeah. All right. Know, what have you been What have you been reading this week? Say again. What have you been reading? Man, I I dropped back to poetry. Mm-hmm. Uh, Krista Hoffman, the uh, Everyday Courage. Okay. I brought it up on on some of the other times we talked about it, and mm-hmm. and uh, you know I just I'm so excited reading it and. And uh, it, it got really freaky, Mike. I'd, I'd listened to a podcast, uh, Think Think Fast, Talk Smart, and yeah. they were, had a neuroscientist they were talking with, and and this guy was was so cool. He's, he's talking about, you know, why are we limited to five senses? And he says, uh, he's he's got all of these experiments. He's making companies, and and uh, so so you could. Uh, I'm not doing it justice right now, but you could uh, have a blind person and and have uh, some type of wristband on and it and it uh, vibration, and so they could uh, see things by the vibration. Yeah, and, and so he's figured things out. And so the the after listening to that podcast, and I was reading uh, "In Everyday Courage" by Krista. Right. And so this is from years ago, years ago. And, and so this poem was talking about that. So, so she had thought about these things in her mind and, and put it in this poem. And uh, it, it reminded me of what, you know, Sigmund Freud, he said, everywhere I go, I find a poet's been there before me. Yeah. And, you know, so, so she had thought about these concepts. And so anyway, it was so cool because he's done, he's a researcher and he's spun companies off uh, from the research and, and, you know, why are we limited to our five senses? So, so that was a long story to talk about poetry. What is it about poetry that you like? Uh, it speaks to me. Yeah. It, it uh, brings tears to my eyes. It, it, it makes my heart pump. Yeah. It it makes me go. Oh, you can I guess that didn't show up. <laughs> he, <laughs> he just looked at the camera with his mouth wide open, folks. It makes me go, wow. It makes yeah. me go, huh. It mm. it uh, uh pisses me off. Yeah. <laughs> you know, things. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was reading some of it today and and uh, a stupid I mean not stupid, but the, an egret died, you know, and there, so this poem was was just so well written about about how this happens and and you could hear the heartstrings being pulled when it was witnessed and then yeah. you know which was was in a lot uh, earlier time in her life and then you could you could feel it from the words on the page that 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 same uh, oh, I, I guess you could say oh shit moment realizing yeah yeah, this is, this is life. You know, there's death involved. Hmm. 
Well, that's cool, man. I I don't know that I've read a lot of poetry. Like I, I've never given it, you know, a, a true shot. I don't think as yeah, far as like a medium. Um, I don't know. I, I think it takes a lot of courage to do it, but anyway, I, I'm, I'm kind of uh, in awe of anybody who can write, you know, I just uh, writing to me seems like such a daunting task. Yeah. Um, but you're an artist. So, you know, staring at a blank canvas, does that uh, cause your heart to pause? Not really. No, yeah, it's different. Um, it, it seems different to me. I, I can understand the, the core, the, the comparison, but, um, I don't think of myself as an artist. I think of somebody who doodles, you know, for the most part. And so, um, anyway, I, I, I understand where you're going with that. I just, I, I, I've never felt comfortable calling myself an artist, you know? Right. I don't know. I, it's the same, same way I feel about people who call themselves professor. You know, professor is a is a word that uh, should be reserved for people that are published. Um, and I, I, if you're teaching uh, a music class as an adjunct at the local community college, you're not a professor. Right. You know, um, unless you're a full time scientist, part time teacher, or something. I, 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 you know, that's that's the only way I can. Anyway. I can um, yeah, that's cool though. I uh, I will try that. I will I will read some of that poetry and see. Yeah, uh, I'll, see I'll if find I some one-offs and send them to you. Find some stuff that I uh, that I can understand. You know, small words. Sure. <laughs> small words, big letters. You know. Yeah. All right. So give me your final thought, my friend. Okay, the final thought is a question. Okay. So, the question is: What's the difference between a hero and a coward? Uh, I don't know. Is, the answer is the hero takes a step forward, the coward takes a step back. Well, that's about who. So, what are the guys that just stand there? Then that's that's taking a step back because the hero stepped forward. That's exactly right, right? Hey, I, I was I was I was waiting for you to answer it that way because I was, you know, something my wife and I have been talking about here recently, or, or it's it's come up in conversation several times. Is uh, and I, I give total credit to the band Rush for this but in one of their songs they say when you don't make a choice you're still making a choice and that's that's the same thing there right i mean you've decided not to step forward so you you are a coward you know versus a versus a hero right that's great that's great glad you see that yeah well i i got a new prescription so (laughs) (laughs) all right buddy well it's good talking to you i appreciate you taking the time i appreciate you mike let's make the world better together This has been a Rogue Media Network production.